Hey there, and welcome back to the Biblical Success Podcast, where we talk about success, business, leadership, and more from a biblical perspective. My name is Felix, and I'm your host, and I'd like to thank you for taking your time to check out this podcast. I know it's been a while, and so um, welcome back to all of you who are tuning in. I really appreciate it. Um, I want to get started off with a couple of uh, announcements. Uh, Firstly, we are changing the name from Biblical Success Podcast to Galaxy. Uh, That's G-A-L-I-X hyphen C. Um, Because for for a lot of reasons, uh, one of them being that it's a lot shorter. uh, And so when websites come around and emails and all that kind of stuff, it's going to be a lot easier. It's kind of a, a combination of my first and last name. And then C stands for coaching and consulting. And so trying to make it a little bit broader, but we are still going to be talking about the same things. We're still going to be talking about how we as Christians can make the most of our lives uh, for the glory and good pleasure of God in every area of our lives. So that's not changing. Uh, One other announcement is that I'm going to be posting one podcast every week on Wednesday. So you can be expecting that. And uh, thirdly, I've been kind of playing around with the idea of uh, reading through a book and kind of summarizing the details of each chapter and talking about that with you all. So if you think that's an interesting thing, uh, send me a message. You can find me on Instagram at G-A-L-I-X-C, Galaxy. Um, And so send me a DM if you think uh, you'd like to hear something like that. If not, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do it and see what happens. Uh, But that's pretty much all uh, that I have in terms of announcements. And in fact, I hope that by the end of this podcast, you can figure out how to love what you do and not just stop hating what you do. Um, Number one, I would say, is to change what you do. And that seems like the most obvious solution. Um, Sometimes we get in jobs that uh, provide for our lifestyle. And so we are, we feel like we're stuck in a a job. And so we have to be there. And so we're there kind of reluctantly. We're kind of resigned to our fate, so to speak. Uh, But I don't think that's any way to live. And I'm not convinced that uh, God wants us to live that way either. If we're going to do something, uh, I think we should do it as unto the Lord and for His glory. And so the question is, if we are doing what we do, uh, not just in our jobs, or in our ministry and relationships and everything, if we're doing it as unto the Lord and if we're doing it for His glory, then how are we so um, uh, reluctant to do it? Why are we have such a sour? Why do we have such a sour attitude about? what we're doing if it is the case that we're doing it for his glory and as unto the Lord. So that's a question I think we need to ask ourselves. So, but back to changing what we do, um, I know that's not possible for everyone to do. I know people have financial obligations and there's, you know, risk factors involved. Uh, But if you are the kind of person that can change what you do, here's what I would recommend. Uh, There are two components, I think, to uh, figuring out uh, what you want to do, whether you're changing or whether you're, you know, getting into a job for the first time, whatever it may be. Number one is what do you love to do? That's something to consider. Uh, 
because sometimes what you love to do is what you're good at. Now that those two don't always go together, but the second part of that is uh, something that you're good at and that is valuable to the marketplace. Because number one, uh, loving what you do by itself is not uh, is incomplete because we may love to watch Netflix all day, uh, but that's not going to provide value and service to anyone in such a way that allows you to provide for yourself. So number one is what do you love to do? And then number two is what are you good at? What, what kind of skill sets do you have that you can offer to the marketplace? Or what kind of skill sets are you willing to develop um, in order to be, become more valuable to the marketplace? So those two things are something that I would consider if you're, if you're in a position to change what you do or if you're seeking some kind of employment, maybe for the first time. So, uh, and then the second thing I would say is, uh, you can learn to love what you do. You know, if it is true that work is a good thing, uh, because work happened, work was happening before the fall, Adam had work to do, and it was a good thing. And so if you believe that, if that is true, then uh, it should trickle down into our, into our present work. Because if work is not a curse, then we should have a really uh, different attitude about it than we do in fact have. And I think to some degree that society has influenced the way that some Christians think about work as kind of a necessary evil or, you know, this, this, this laissez-faire kind of attitude of trying to make easy money as if um, doing less than what you should and getting paid for more than what you do is somehow a good thing. Um, I don't believe that is. I don't believe that that's uh, virtuous or, or noble. It's not, it's not on the list in Philippians about uh, thinking upon these things. I, I don't think it would make that list. What I do think would make that list is doing your work heartily as unto the Lord and doing it for His glory. In theory, Christians should be the best employees if we live according to the scriptures. And if we're not, then maybe that's another issue that we have to deal with. But if we're striving to live according to the scriptures, then I think our, uh, our attitudes toward our work and the results that we produce in our work uh, should be pretty different than everybody else's. And that's kind of a just a side note, but... Uh, so learning to love what we do, uh, the, one of the ways that I learned to love what I do in the different jobs that I've had is realizing that God gets great pleasure out of the work that I do. He's well pleased with that. And isn't that the, the, the desire of every child of God is to, is to uh, want God to be pleased with us? Uh, I, would, I would say it is. And so one of the ways that we we can know that is if we are working, if we are being productive, if we are making the most of our time, if we are serving other people in our employment, then he is pleased with that. And so if you're not taking uh, your, your theology into your workplace, then I think that you are robbing yourself of experiencing a joy in work that you could have, uh, but you presently don't. And so I think that's one area that uh, a lot of uh, Christians have to develop is a theology of vocation. 
And so, and I don't really want to get into the weeds on that, but that's something that you may consider really meditating upon uh, when it comes to your workplace. Because if you're anything like me, I can sometimes compartmentalize and it's like, okay, God is over there in this box, but he's not over here in this box and he has no interest in this box, which that's not true. God is just as interested in our work as he is in our worship. Uh, And so that's something to consider as well in, in changing your mindset and then learning to love what you do. So you can do that. But then there's also kind of a subset, uh, a, a sub point of learning to love what you do that is changing the way you look at what you do. Uh, I've once heard it said that if you change the way you look at things, what you look at changes. So do this mental exercise with me for a moment. Imagine that at your job, your boss calls you into the office and he says to you that if you stay with the company for five more years, uh, then you will get $10 million in cash. Five more years, you stay on with us and you do a good job and you keep, you know, you keep doing what you're supposed to do that you will be rewarded with $10 million. Imagine the excitement. How would you be waking up in the morning if that were the case? How would you, how would your drive be to work? You'd probably be, you'd probably be grateful to be in traffic because you know you're on your way to work at a place that has guaranteed you $10 million in the next five years if you stick it out. Everything about your attitude would change in regards to your employment. Your, your coworkers would suddenly uh, seem like angels probably. The, the, the tough customers that you deal with, all of a sudden you'd be you'd more than happy to deal with them. You'd volunteer to deal with them and you'd say, hand them over to me, I'll, I'll deal with it. It's fine, everything's fine. You know, All of a sudden your whole, your whole life changes because of something that hasn't even happened yet. And so what this little mental exercise should say to you is that it's not the external things. It's not what's happening around you. It's about the meaning that you ascribe to it. It's about how you look at it. It's about perspective. And perspective is one of the things that will allow you to have gratitude. And so now obviously that's probably not the case that your employer is going to give you $10 million. But you can change the way you look at things in such a way that your internal state is different than it in fact is now. And so one of the ways that you can do that is you can realize that you are blessed to be at your workplace. You're blessed with opportunities to share the gospel, to be salt and light. Uh, You're blessed to serve other people. And you're, you're blessed in the sense that you're able to provide for yourself and for your family. Uh, And so you can become more grateful for that job. And so if you start seeing it from that perspective, things really aren't so bad because gratitude allows you to do that. Whereas if you take everything for granted, like you having that job or you making the money that you make, then you can't be grateful for anything. Uh, Being, taking everything for granted is the, is the exact opposite of being grateful. And so If you change the way you look at things, what you look at changes. And so you can say to yourself, well, this job is providing me the opportunity to save up and and invest 
in some other business. It's a, it's a stepping stone to something else. I'm learning a valuable skill here. I'm becoming something more than what I was. And so changing the way you look at your job will actually change your job. Because again, it's not about the outside. It's not about what's happening around you. It's how you perceive everything. It's about how you evaluate everything. And so, and I don't want to get into a talk about, you know, success and happiness and well-being, but all of that is an inside game. It's not about how other people treat you. It's not about how your work is, how the weather is, how the traffic is. It's all an inside game, which also means that it's your responsibility. Uh, And you have to take ownership for that as opposed to allowing things in life to just happen to you. You're, you have to be a little bit more proactive in that sense and create your own gratitude because gratitude is not going to uh, find you in the streets and, and tackle you to the ground. You have to find reasons to be grateful. And that's why it's, it's harder because it, you have to consciously work at it. Being negative and bitter and, and angry and upset is easy. It comes natural uh, to us because of our fallen nature and because most people are just negative because negative takes being negative takes no energy at all and so uh, you have to work at that that's something that you can develop if if this is all a big if if you want to stop hating what you do if you want to learn to love what you do and enjoy it and be grateful and be excited about what you're doing because why would you want to go somewhere and spend your life doing something like that that to me i, I just I don't know how how people uh, would answer that question for themselves. But for me, I don't think it's worth it. You and I and everybody else has a very limited short time here. And so don't spend it doing something you hate. Uh, so change what you do or change the way you look at what you do or learn to love what you do. And lastly, here's a, an extra that I was thinking of is uh, realize that no matter where you are, no matter, no matter what position you're in, in your company or organization, your position matters and it is valuable. And therefore, you're valuable to that company. Otherwise, that position wouldn't exist. So it doesn't matter if you're, uh, if you're a manager, if you're uh, a C-suite executive, a salesperson, if you're a janitor, it doesn't matter. Because... That role is a necessary role for the efficient running of the company. Otherwise, it wouldn't exist. So don't think of yourself as less than uh, somebody else because they're in a quote-unquote higher position. That's a trap. Uh, You'll never have any confidence around people if you measure your value uh, based on how much money you make or what position you are in the company. Be satisfied knowing that you're fulfilling a role that's necessary. And not only that, you're doing it for the glory and good pleasure of God because you're doing all things as unto the Lord. And so he's well pleased with that. So you should be well pleased with your work. That would... So anyway, thanks for listening. Stay tuned to next week's episode. I hope that you go out and be all that you can be for God's glory and good pleasure. Until next time.